Welcome to Better Read, an experiment by Greg.org to transform art-related texts into handy, entertaining, and informative audio using a computer. This text consists of excerpts from In the Domain of the Great Bear, an eight-page collaborative artwork by Mel Bachner and Robert Smithson published in September 1966 in Art Voices magazine ostensibly an account of a visit to Hayden Planetarium at the American Museum of Natural History in New York, Domain was actually conceived as a way to short-circuit the art world's traditional cycle, production, exhibition, and review, and the strict divisions of labor that accompanied it. Bachner recalled the project in a 2005 symposium at the Whitney, quote, in the process it seemed that not only had a new medium been discovered, the magazine intervention, but also a new critical strategy for using the context against itself. Most important, we had claimed the freedom to unify our practices. Depending on the artist's intention, there was no difference between a text published in a magazine and a work made in the studio. Anything one could think of doing, in any context one could think of doing it, could be one's art, unquote. The first excerpt, Secrets of the Ambulatories, Secrets of the Domes, is a two-page spread of text fragments and descriptions from the museum's archive and exhibitions. The deadpan poetics of appropriated listicles, when read aloud, conjures an exhibition of 102 artworks, fully realized in the mind. Secrets of the Ambulatories 1. The glorified ori, 40 feet in diameter. 2. Exact replica of Aztec calendar stone. 3. Colored panels of the solar prominences. 4. Lone collections of astrolabes compasses, and hourglasses. 5. An imaginary 10 quintillion mile trip. 6. The lunar landscape painted by Howard Russell Butler. 7. The elephants and a tortoise support a hemispherical earth. 8. The world serpent twined about earth egg. 9. The Babylonian idea of the universe as a box. 10. Apope, who lived in the depths of the celestial river. 11. 2,000 times the weight of platinum. 12. The Abandonment of Splendid Speculation. 13. Model of the Einstein Tower at Potsdam. 14. A ship whirling about in the funnel of the maelstrom. 15. An entire day in three minutes. 16. The so-called law of the conservation of matter. 17. An imponderable, all-pervasive, and intermediate substance. 18. The old luminiferous ether does not function. 19. The British Eclipse Expeditions of 1919. 20. Sundial Motto, I mark only the sunny hours. 21. Ordinary X-rays are a kind of invisible light. 22. Variation of ray intensity with altitude. 1. Bears historic uranometria. 2. More than 120 stereo-optic and lanterns. 3. Whirlpools of magnetic activity. 4. The dark wedge of Sirius Major. 5. Philolos and the Cosmic Octave. 6. The cigar that lasts twice as long. 7. Shifting of the spectrum lines. 8. Eddington's imaginary experiment. 9. Democritus and the theory of comets. 10. An iron ceiling over the universe. 11. Brownian movement equation. 1905. 12. Photoelectric equation. 1905. 13. A certain hazy condition. 14. Approximately 15 tons. 15. 33-inch telescope at Mudon. 16. 12 massive pillars. 17. Time kept by a fictitious sun. 18. Normal time at the 75th meridian. 19. Cosmic rays in the stratosphere. 
20, a firm foundation, 1, frigid in darkness, 2, the spectral helioscope, 3, the god shoe, 4, music of the spheres, 5, the Akeley cement gun, 6, centripetal force, 7, the vernal equinox, 8, a world without life, 9, 200 degrees below zero, secrets of the domes, 1, driven down by means of a 6,500-pound steam hammer, 2, the corona is correlated with the periodicity of sunspots, 3, suspended from small T-shaped bar anchors, 4, spot welded along the laps at 1-inch intervals, 5, two false work surfaces held at equal distances, 6, cause like wings hide myriad suns from view, 7, masses of opaque matter obscuring the light of stars, 8, designed to minimize strain on the neck, 9, the giant apparatus turns and twists, 10, separated from the earth by 240,000 miles, 11, a decade of study of certain craters, 12, the Greeks believed the earth to be a disc, 13, white-robed priests standing motionless, 14, illuminated by floodlights concealed above the marquee, 15, that many-sided genius, the late Carl Lakely, 16, rhyme of the ancient mariner and the horned moon, 17, Allegheny Observatory staff discovers furnace comets, 18, the Big Dipper, found in the narrow belt called the Zodiac, 19, natural tendency of all knowledge to unity and simplicity, 20, real collision, grazing collision, or near collision, 21, Euclidean geometry, length, breadth, and thickness, 22, the League of Nations considered a revision of the calendar, 1, light rays are bent by gravity, 2, millions of small moonlets, 3, 90 degrees in a stiffening rib 1 inch wide, 4, 326 piles were necessary, 5, round iron rods embedded in concrete, 6, S-shaped obscuration winds, 7, the prevention of disturbing echoes, 8, comfortable seating arrangements, 9, the great nebula in Orion, 10, iron pedestals bolted to the floor, 11, once thought to be holes in the sky, 12, hollow spheres of gaseous material, 13, all the points of the compass, 14, in the valley of 10,000 smokes, 15, easy lessons in Einstein, 16, Newton in absolute space, 17, small-headed nails were used, 18, the present orbit of Neptune, 19, the satellites of Jupiter, 20, velocity 12,000 miles per second, 1, a gigantic sieve, 2, astronomy for amateurs, 3, a layer of rock orc, 4, the redshift, 5, the switchboard, 6, Aladdin's lamp, 7, Newton with his prism, 8, the Doppler effect, 9, rigidly fixed, the second excerpt, illustrations of catastrophe in remote times, was written by Smithson, and accompanies four paintings of prospective planet-level cataclysm by science illustrator Thomas Voter. Smithson's rumination on the inevitable destructions of cosmic time feels like an inoculation against the man-made threats of extinction that then, and still, loom over civilization, a way to make the sense of powerlessness, if not go away, then feel manageable. Illustrations of catastrophe in remote times. The inevitable catastrophe is at hand. Edgar Allan Poe, Eureka, drawing of a dinosaur watching a bolide, an increase in the sun's energy, the end of the world, a bombardment of meteors, 
artist's impression of the Earth doomed to a frigid death as the sun gradually cools. Drawings by T. Voter, artists employed by both the Planetarium and the Museum of Natural History have illustrated expendable conceptions of ultimate catastrophe, based on the more inaccessible regions of space and time. In their minds they have traveled into the forbidden zones, into the dazzling realms. They have imagined dimensions beyond the walls of time, and have established provisional limits on a grand scale in order to reinvent the cosmos. The problem of the human figure vanishes from these illustrated infinities and prehistoric cataclysms. Time is deranged, oceans become puddles, monumental pillars of magma rise from the dark depths of a cracking world. Disasters of all kinds flood the mind at the speed of light. Anthropomorphic concerns are extinct in this vortex of disposable universes. A bewildered dinosaur and displaced bears are trapped in amazing time dislocations. Nature is simulated and turned into hand-painted photographs of the extreme past or future. Vast monuments of total annihilation are pictured over boundless abysses or seen from dizzying heights. This is a bad boy's dream of obliteration, where galaxies are smashed like toys. Globes of antimatter collide with protomatter, billion and billions of fragments speed into the deadly chasms of space. Destruction builds on destruction, forming sheets of burning ice, violet and green, it all falls off into infinite pools of dust, a landslide of diamonds plunges into a polar crevasse of boundless dimension, history no longer exists.